This episode is brought to you by Eufy Video Lock. Eufy is a smart lock with 2K cam and doorbell that's a three-in-one triple security, so you can have everything in one device rather than install many pieces on your front door. It's not just for security, but it's also for convenience. No more concerns about losing keys. You can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. It's easy to install and set up with just a Phillips screwdriver. It's got keyless entry, so no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. It also has a rechargeable battery that could last around four months, and you'll get low battery notifications before it runs out. Passcode unlocking with a remote control with 2K clear sight to see who's at your front door and control from anywhere through the app. And with enhanced night vision, you can have optimized view even in the evening. No monthly fee, unlike other brands that will charge monthly fee. You have your recordings locally and never have to pay for storage. This is the future. This is everything I love about what's happening with doors. In my opinion, this is an absolute no-brainer. I'm telling you right now, this is an absolute no-brainer. We installed them in the house, and it makes, especially when you have a family, it makes life so easy, so secure, so safe, and once again, so easy. Search Eufy Video Lock, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. I'm so jacked right now. I know it doesn't look like it. If you feel it, feel my arm, feel it. That's impressive, yeah, man. Feel, oh, feel yeah. Oh, wow, that is impressive. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. Oh, great, we didn't get that on fucking camera. <laughs> <laughs> That should be the opening. <laughs> Can I tell you, I, I, I did television for I did television for nine years, but probably more than that. And I n- never liked the cleanness of television. I always liked the sloppiness. Like yeah. I loved when you'd like when Bourdain would do a show and you'd see him go um, the the sound guy break. The third wall. I loved that. Yeah. And no one ever liked that. And I felt like there was, I feel like that's all I do in, tel- in podcasting and something's burning. I used to love when a tell would just on Insomniac would just talk to the camera guy and shit. Yeah. I love that. Well, I have a cameraman who in- interjects his opinions at times. I was doing a podcast with this man right here. We're doing it with Mark Norman, his favorite human being in the world. And in the middle of the podcast, he says, Bert, stop talking. You're talking too much. Let Mark talk. And I was like, that. Well, man, be careful what you wish for. (laughs) Hey, guys, brand new episode of Something's Burning. Two of the best comics in the business. Two of the best comics in the business. Does it feel like that to you? No. For real? (laughs) The way he said no is even sadder than the way he said no. No. Brian Simpson, Sam Morell, the fucking... Two guys I've been lucky enough to and work now you with. Just, now you just push the YouTube comments to be like, they're not two of the best. <laughs> guys, yeah. leave it happens. in the comments. Let, let, <laughs> let them know what you think of their acts and them personally, their appearance, everything. Just really litter the comments. Turn the comments off. This is I, like when you bring a comic on stage, you're like, this guy's my favorite. And then they just go up and you're like, now nah, they're going to fucking hate me. Secret time? Yeah. You got to edit the name out. I feel like you say that every time I want a podcast. Before. I know, I know. I li- but I, here's the thing is, I, when we started doing podcasts, that was the fun. You just say it. And yeah. then and then that's why podcasting got so big is because people were like, dude, did you hear what he just said? Right. And you'd be like, oh, shit. Yeah. Secret time? This is the, I mean, I'm telling you everything you need to know about this. And this is revealing a little bit of my ego and, and a little bit of the way a comic works. Montreal. I'm no one. I'm nothing. I'm not on new faces. I'm just, I'm just there to do 
a, a bullshit spot that my manager got me that I that you could tell they were like just trying to make sure I believed in myself. You know that kind of spot. Mm-hmm. And so whew, that's the name you got to edit out. Uh, is hosting, and he comes up to me. And he goes, this next guy's one of my best friends. And as we shake hands and I'm coming off stage, he goes, I put you over. I told him when you're one of my best friends. And I was like, and I didn't know him. And I was like, I was like, where am I at my career? Where this guy's going, this should help your career. He's one of my best friends. Now it's the opposite. <laughs> now if you know him, you're like, I'm fucked. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. But yeah. I remember that feeling of going like, right before I went on stage, like, as, hey, I put you over. I told him you're one of my best friends. And I thought, oh. and I was like, Ugh. how's everyone doing? Oh, this is the saddest moment of my life. I put you over. Yeah. It's disgusting. Ooh. Well, now we brought you up and say that you have to be like, I barely know this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to trash him for that um, Are we going to have a cocktail? Yeah. I'll do it. Oh, yeah. fuck yes. Uh, I've been dying yes. to try this. I've been dying to try this. Bodega Cat Whiskey, baby. BodegaCatWhiskey.com. Sam Marill and and, uh, and Mark Norman's whiskey. Yeah, dude. That is uh, 45% alcohol, 90 proof. It's a rye. Now, do you know the difference between a rye yeah, and a whiskey? Yeah, yeah. Uh, bourbon is a little sweeter. It's, uh, you know, it's it's uh, corn-based versus uh, grain-based. And uh, it's 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 a good it's a good rye. I, is, everyone's got a bourbon. Is the That's story on the back bullshit? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's a, oh, oh my God, please say it has origin stories of these two. <laughs> Bodega Cat Rye Whiskey is 95% rye and 5% malted barley mash bill. It's it's distilled in Indiana and it's meant to be an approachable blah, 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 blah. It doesn't yeah. have anything about like... From uh, uh, Brought to you from one man who barely knew his father. These men know whiskey. And another man right. lost his virginity to a 55-year-old this, woman when he was 16. This these was, men know wanting to get drunk. It was made between, <laughs> like, in the vortex of the loneliness yeah. and... Hey, I, I got to tell you something about this whiskey. It's going to put this podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. The... Uh, <laughs> Let's try it. Let's try it. I've been so excited. I saw. I saw. You were the when we talked about who we were most excited to have try it. It was you. Really? Yeah. Well, you're the dude we think of. Like, I remember the first weekend we worked together. You were taking like a light drinking weekend, and you were still drinking me under the table. <laughs> we, we were drinking at that Hooters, watching the Knicks uh, game. You yeah. inspired me, Doug. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make my own whiskey called Father's Approval. <laughs> It's a good name for a whiskey. Yeah. That's a good name for a whiskey. Although you never want to hear a woman order. Yeah. <laughs> right. Awesome father's approval. Yeah. Well, I guess my night's over. Can we get two daddies proud of you, please? <laughs> two daddies proud of daddy issues. Oh, uh, I love. So today, I, I, today's whole thing is planned af- after because I, I was hoping you were bringing a bidet. Yeah. <laughs> if you hadn't, we'd be fucked. Yeah. Is a real man's day. Like yes. a real, like, because you guys are both men. Like you're you're, sure. you're both men men. You're not like, you're, like I don't think you. I guess your, you haven't talked to my ex girlfriend recently. Yeah. But, oh, uh, by the way, I too. just worked out hard as fuck. To, so I have I not eaten drink. today, and I'm on muscle relaxers, so this will be interesting. Okay. Oh, I love muscle relaxers. They're the best. They really are the best. Um, gentlemen, cheers. cheers, cheers, cheers to you guys blowing up and being the biggest comics in the world, and not forgetting me. Okay, <laughs> please. Oh, that's pretty damn good. That is pretty it's a good whiskey. I like that. That's smooth, yeah, right? Yeah, I like smooth. that. It's slightly, it's got a like little slight sweetness to it. I like the way you said that. It's good whiskey. Like that's like if I'm having sex. This is a big dick, right? Like, <laughs> Yo, well, this is better than proper twelve. Yeah. I've never had, is, is that, that proper twelve? I was disappointed with that when I when it first came. Really? Oh, yeah. For real? 
Yeah. Uh, Proper 12 Conor McGregor's whiskey? Yeah. It's, it's gotten a little better since, but... Well, here's a question. Because I get brought products. I, I, I was going to start a vodka company, a vodka, do a vodka line years ago. And they brought me like 20 vodkas, and we did a huge tasting. I got fucking wasted, and I couldn't tell what I liked or didn't like. Now, I understand vodka is a little different. That's why you're it's... supposed to get wasted in the tasting. <laughs> That's, Mark and I didn't know that. We're fucking idiots. So when we were drinking this, we were sampling like nine different whiskeys to make Bodega Cat. We didn't realize you're just supposed to sit, uh, spit it out mm-hmm. after each sip. Oh, That's for how real? you're supposed to do a tasting, and we got fucking hammered. Really? And we're I like, I think it's lit. Well, no, yeah. the la- I was like, I like the last one. Well, look, um, Tom took me when I was with him in um, Kentucky. Went to this fancy ass restaurant. Yeah. And they brought us whiskey, and the, and the guy like taught me how to like properly swirl it and taste it. And you're supposed to like get it, get your mouth. You're supposed to put it in your mouth and let it burn your whole mouth and swirl it around. Oh, that Tom does rich. Like that's shit. supposed to prepare you to f- prepare your palate. I have a whiskey and I'm drinking whiskey mm-hmm. wrong. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. Maybe I don't I'm eating pussy wrong. <laughs> oh well, you're probably definitely doing that. I, yeah. By the way, I was for a very long time. Why aren't there pussy eating classes? Oh, there are. You just came. Is, are they coming out right now? If they have a pussy eating class, there should be a pussy eating class. Right? There's yeah, the they, like the way they do CPR. Well, there's no I, I would take a pussy in class. Just would a refresher you? class. Yeah, yeah, just like I do my patty certification. Bro, it can't be that hard. It's like if you can figure out like a 27 hit combo in a fighting game, you can figure out how to fucking eat. Like there's no reason you should be eating bad pussy. You should, like, you, obviously there's levels to it. Yeah. It's something you just don't have a. The mouth dexterity for certain other people, but you shouldn't be horrible at eating. Can I have a yeah. qu- I have a weird question? So they say there's a. I, I talked to a guy at the comedy store, Josh. You know, Josh. Yeah. Has a like a little bit of a lisp. Okay. Yeah. And I was having drinks with him one night, and I said, "Have you ever thought about going to like a speech pathologist?" He said, "You know, Rogan actually said I should go to a speech pathologist." And he goes, "The reason this happens is I have a uh, like a lazy tongue." My tongue isn't as strong as the average tongue. So I need to strengthen my tongue. And if I strengthen my tongue, I'll talk better. My question is, do you take guys with lisps, teach them to eat pussy? That's their exercise. And then they talk better. Does that make sense? That sounds like it could work. It sounds like it could work. That's so crazy. It just might work. Yeah. I have a bad neck, too. So it's like, I mean, I'm I'm counting them. If a woman's taking a long time down there, I'm counting the fucking minutes. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, I have a bad neck. Oh, uh, I do a thing with my finger, that little come hither thing. And and there's sometimes where I'm like, I could fucking play lead guitar in a band. (laughs) This is, I've got some fucking dexterity. Oh, dude, you could could make it like another, like instead of something's burning, you have a show called It's Going Down, right? It's Going Down. It's dudes with lisps learning how to, you, you hire porn stars to see where they mesh their progress. Yeah, I, I wonder if, I wonder if, wouldn't it be great if, if they, you know how they have those punching games at the, at the thing? Fingering if, at if the they, arcade? If, if they had a fingering game where it's a Ooh. flashlight. Kids just, would be good. And just people if you win tickets? And you just watch the, See these? Why aren't we creating video games? That's a video game, dude. That's uh, that someone make. Because let me tell you something. That's a fun game too. If a woman's like, if she's coming, that's exciting. But if she's just sitting there like reading a book, like I can wait, you know? Like, yeah. It's fun either way. All right. I'm starting with. So I'm gonna make potatoes au gratin, steak, and a spinach, and a creamy spinach. Oh, you make a steak? Yeah, I make a steak. Omaha I was steak. Guessing. Omaha steak. Well, wait, what, what does that mean? Oh. It's the, the meats from Omaha. Or are you gonna do some kind of serious, some different shit to it? Are you familiar with Omaha steak? It's just good steak, right? It's good steak. So yeah. Omaha steak is, it is a steak delivery place. They okay. deliver frozen steaks to your house. They have steaks, they have chicken, they have the best hot dogs you've ever had in your life. No fucking joke, the best hot dogs 
you've ever had. Uh, they've got uh, tarts. They've got all this stuff. They deliver it. I have an emotional connection because when I moved to New York, when you move to New York, it's like there's two types of people. There are people that can afford steak and the people that just don't eat steak, right? Because mm -hmm. especially when you're a pro comic, my grandmother would send me boxes of Omaha steak and that would be my treat to myself was an Omaha steak. And so like I kind of have a soft place in my heart for the company because and then when you travel, when you next time you do Omaha and you do the Funny Bone in Omaha. I'm there this weekend. As, go through the airport, right on the left, you'll see an Omaha steak thing. They're like, hey, send you home with some steaks. Pick up a fucking couple steaks, bam, bam. Their fillets are phenomenal, phenomenal. We'll be having each having a fillet. All right, so what we got to do is we got to thinly uh, slice. These things are awesome. These, This is like a julienne, right, julienne? Uh, mandolin, this is a mandolin. And uh, you thin, thinly slice, but you got to be careful because you cut the tip of your fingers off. Have you ever used one of these? Yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah, lost, I've lost fingertips. Really? A lot and never told anyone and just served the meal. And been like, yeah. I'm in there. So we, we're going to cook it in this. <laughs> I'm in there. We're going to cook it in this. That's totally normal. And It is funny when people use like a different... There was that politician, Fred Thompson. He was on Law & Order and shit. He was a Republican. And he, Wait, uh, he was on Law & Order? Yeah, yeah. That guy? Yeah, yeah. No shit. Yeah, he was a Republican. Uh, he ran for president in like 2008 or something. And, and one of the stories that he used to go to rallies, he would take a limo to a rally, and then he would get out three blocks away and get into a beat-up Jeep. Really? To connect with people. Um, there was that thing. I remember. I remember the first time. I remember. I remember. This is a funny. Like talking about Rogan. I remember there was a period where Rogan cared about. Like, like he was like, I don't, I'm not a watch guy. I don't give a fuck about watches. I'm not flying in a private fucking jet. What kind of fucking jackass flies in a private jet? I remember saying that he was famous. He goes, I'm not fucking famous. And if I'm not famous, you're not fucking. These are. You can find these on. These are episodes we did. And now, <laughs> I remember the last time I was with him. I was like, What's the difference between ten million dollars? and $300 million, and he goes, a lot. I said, really, and he goes, yeah, yeah, a lot. And I just kind of stared off in space. I was like, I would love to be able to stare off in space you know, like I mean, that. You know what, it's not how much money you have, it's how much money people think you have. That's when you gotta start flying private and all that, Cause, because motherfuckers won't let you travel. You know what I mean? Also, that, yeah. picture him going through airport security, that's like, an, that's like a thing. How know? often do you guys get recognized? It's starting to happen more often now. Like, it used to be every once in a blue moon, and now it's, like, once or twice a week. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's getting to the point that I can't go to this gay bathhouse anymore. Right. <laughs> I'm worried it's going to be a story. So, I can't uh, go. Yeah. I feel like I can't go to strip clubs anymore. No lie. Because <laughs> I go, because I like to get, you know, I like to get fucking loud and loose. Yeah. You steal all the attention from the strippers? I Hey, it's, it's, I work the stage just like she does. <laughs> yeah. And there's, and uh, the last time we were there, people were videotaping me. And I was like, oh, this isn't a good look. Also, are they allowed <laughs> to videotape in a strip club? Uh, that is out the door. Back in the day, you could not bring a camera into a strip club. Nowadays, they're fucking videotaping. Like, people have their phones out. Uh, I've not gone to a strip club where the dancers didn't want to get pictures with me or people didn't want to get pictures, and the guy just greenlights it. He goes, yeah, sure, get take pictures. I, I remember once in Milwaukee, I went to a strip club with uh, the comics after a show. We thought it'd be funny, and we, we walk in. And I, I take my phone out just to like look at my phone. They're like, put that phone away. And I'm like, you think I want to remember what these strippers look like <laughs> in Milwaukee? I'm not trying to photograph any of this. I promise you. Yeah, uh, I was in a strip club in Ireland. I love strip clubs. I was in a strip club in Ireland, and uh, and I had a camera. I had a camera, and it, and I knew how to use it. And I could, it, and I was taking pictures, like really artsy pictures. And I was like, meaning I knew how to use it. Like I knew how to like, 
like extend the focus and kind of make like cool fucking and the lights were cool so I had it like down there I was taking awesome pictures (laughs) what you doing with the camera I said I'm taking (laughs) pictures and she goes let me see and then she's like that's me arse no you can't take that and she took my camera from me I was like oh that's an expensive camera yeah that same day I gave Mike Calta I was with Mike Calta and I gave him all the money in my pocket and I said do not let me get a lap dance and I gave him $600. And then you heard the Irish person speak, um, and you're like, no worry about me getting hard in here. I have, bad, I have bad luck at strip clubs. Yeah. The, the <laughs> la- no, the, so the, the they last. getting pregnant. <laughs> no, no. So the last, the last three times I went to a strip club, first, two, two times I was leaving a strip club, three o'clock in the morning. Both times, the person that was driving seemed a little drunk to me, and I was like, you good? And they were like, yeah. And then we got in car accidents. That happened twice. Whoa. And then I was like, I'm never going to a strip club again. And then recently at a, at a comedy festival, somebody talked me into this comic named uh, Paris Sachet from DC. She talked me into going to, to a By the way, that, that sounds like a stripper name. No, no, no. She's a Paris comic. Paris Sachet? Yeah, no, she, no, I know Paris. Her name's Paris Sachet? Paris, That's a yeah. badass fucking name. Yeah, she's funny as shit, too. Really? Yeah, yeah. And she. Um, Irish? No, no, no. She's black. black. No she's shit. Black. Paris Sachet is black. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and she, uh, actually, she, 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 she talked me into it because, like, she, she's like life of the party shit, right? Yeah. She oh, I gotta into, meet Paris Sachet. Yeah, I go to the, stri- we go to the strip club. We're all, we're at a comedy festival, so it's like six or seven of us. We go to the strip club. We, everyone's partying, and I, I, I had a bunch of cash in my pocket. I don't know from, from what. Oh, I took out a bunch of cash, and, um, and in one of my pocket, I had a stack of hundreds. And in my other pocket, I had a stack of one. So I, I got like 200 ones from the front. And I was and I was all fucked up. And at the end, I was like, fuck it, and went to reach in my pocket and throw all the ones. And when oh I got, when I when I got back to the hotel, I realized I'd threw oh I, I'd god. thrown like fifteen hundred dollars. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, I'm just cursed, like strip. Cause cause I'm not, you know, I'm never in my right state of mind. It's always two, three o'clock in the morning. Something bad always happens. I did have fun though, but. Um, I went to a strip club called Valley Dolls here in the Valley when I was young. And uh, I remember there was a, I, I think about this chick a lot. She had Cholita tattooed on her stomach, among many other tattoos. Cholita? What yeah. That, what does that mean? Uh, young gangbanger okay. of, of sorts, I think. I don't know. You're not allowed to say Cholo. I got in trouble for saying Cholo one time at a, someone, I said something about, oh shit, I gotta, I'm making the roux and I gotta, I don't want to break this. God damn it. Um, so this is a roux. This is, what you do is you add butter, flour, and milk, and then you add cheese, and it's almost like, that's how you make mac and cheese if you're going to make like legit mac and cheese. This is the wrong pan to do this. <laughs> I feel like you're good at a lot of shit. Uh, I'm surprisingly better at, I'm just better at things than people expect. That's, do you think it's a low bar? Is that what it is? I think I said it. I think, so when I was in college. I do feel like you're good at stuff. When I was in college, I had a very definable moment, and it was when they had to sign up for intramural softball. Yeah. And I played competitive baseball my whole life. I was really into baseball. And I watched people sell themselves better than they were. And I was like, hmm, that doesn't seem like a smart idea in my opinion. And then, uh, and then, so I didn't sell myself that way. And I, and I went out and played, and I was way better than fucking anyone on that team. And I was like, oh, that's a good way to go about, I remember thinking that's a good way to go about life. It's almost like a Bill Murray-esque way to look at things is like sell yourself as the fool. Sell yourself as like 
low expectations and then deliver high. And I think part of that kind of leans into why I take my shirt off on stage. I think people think, well, what the fuck is this? And then when you go, I'm actually a legit comic, then people are like, well, that's, I didn't expect that. I was cool because I did Rogan for so many years. I think people thought I was just a guy on Travel Channel that was friends with him. And then when I started touring, they were like, oh, he can legit do stand-up. Mm. And you're like, yeah, that's what I do. I remember a clip of you, I forget what, you were on some, on a network show, it was like a talent show. Yeah. And you went to, you went to shoot a bow and arrow and like everyone thought you were full of shit. Yeah. You remember that? Yep. Oh, I definitely remember that. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. This holiday season, do something special for the special person in your life. You. Give yourself a gift to raise your spirits and not just for the day. The holidays can be really tough time. Managing family dynamics, racing from one thing to another, braving the cold, dark weather. It's, it's normal to feel down. Having someone to talk to about it, about how you're feeling and what you can do about it is truly a gift. I've been in therapy for quite a while. I do online therapy. Way before I even heard of BetterHelp, I, I preferred online therapy. For me, it made life easier for me. And, and what's great, especially throughout this holiday season, is when something dings on you, you write it down, you bring it up in therapy, and, and it helps. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It could not be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless search for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash burning. That's betterhelp.com slash burning. When I'm not doing something's burning, I still cook. I eat. I don't know if you know that, but I'm a big eater and I love cooking my meals. I'm a big egg guy. And when I use Made In Cookware, I can feel the difference. I can also taste the difference. Made In's award-winning non-stick cookware has a double layer of professional-grade non-stick coating. Made In's carbon steel cookware can handle up to 1,200 degrees and is perfect for cooking on your stove, grill, or even an open flame. Plus, an extensive collection of knives, bakeware, glassware, plateware, and more. I love cooking on this stuff. It's nice when you have confidence when you reach into your drawer and pull out Something that you're going to cook on where you know you're not going to have your eggs stick to it, you're not going to get frustrated, and you're going to deliver a great meal to your girls while they're home from college. Something's Burning listeners get 15% off full-priced items from Maiden. For full details, visit maidencookware.com slash burning. That's maidencookware.com slash burning. Brian, can you stir this for me? Yeah. Okay, here's what I need you to do, okay? There we go. Just keep stirring. Just keep whisking. As I unload the rest, I'm gonna do real quick. We're in the fucking. Sam's taking a piss. Here we go. Watch this. This is the beauty of a mandolin. Is you just fucking pound it out. Yeah, that's essential. Yup. Then we got. There we go. We got onions. Are you rolling on this? Sam's taking a piss, then we go more tomato, more potatoes. I'm coming to you in a second, Brian, I promise. This is good teamwork. Did you cook growing up? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I cook, I cook steaks all the time. Do you really? Yeah, Rachel, my ass off. I get down. What's your go-to thing to cook? Steak and potatoes. Really? That's what I'm making you. Yeah. Watch this, more onions. Right? 
Oh, hell yeah. We'll do one more potato. Dude. And then you say, look at this. I think, I think that's probably good. Onion. I mean, I think that's probably pretty good, don't you think? Yeah. And then let's, here, keep stirring. And then let's put the cheese in there. And then, and then we take this, we throw this. Presentation's. That oh, smells oh, awesome. It smells really good. Look at that, look at that. Damn. Ooh. All right, I'm gonna turn you off. Here, I'll take it from here. Thank you, Brian. Mm -hmm. So, uh, do you know anything about Brian's story growing up? Not really. Ooh, one of the most fascinating stories. I, I told it to someone the other day. We were talking about meeting parents for the first time, and Brian goes, oh, I'm really good at meeting parents for the first time. <laughs> I said, really? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I grew up in the foster system. I met a lot of people wow, for the first time. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, tell, tell him a little bit if you could, Brian. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was, I was a foster kid and uh, kind of boun bounced around, around PG County, Maryland. You know, and then uh, joined the Marine Corps to get up out of there. Ended up out in California, started doing stand-up in San Diego. Somewhere in the middle there, I worked at the Pentagon. You worked at the Pentagon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked at the Pentagon for, for almost two years, two and a half years, something like that. Really? Yeah, I wasn't good at it. <laughs> what do you do? Just check to make sure it's five sides? Right, right. I just <laughs> It was that kind of job where it was like... It was all these requirements for a job, but then you get the job, and then they like, oh, I could teach a fucking child how to do this. I wonder how many jobs you could teach a child to do. Oh, so, so many. I mean, acting, for sure. If these okay. fucking liberals acting. didn't ban child labor, we... No, that's fucking... <laughs> yeah, but you could probably teach, teach, teach a child to do most jobs. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I feel like this should be... Customer service. Oh, I mean, yeah, robots do it, right? Yeah, robots do it. People that barely speak English do it. Yeah. My dad one time, I heard him on the phone. He's my dad's a pretty diehard liberal, and he's getting frustrated and frustrated and frustrated. And then finally he goes, Can I speak to someone that speaks English? Oh, yeah. And I was like, Well, that's the first step, Dad. <laughs> it's, it's deep down inside us all. Where you just well, like it's it's interesting, is that we are one of the only countries that kinda is like, no, 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 don't worry about it, you know? Yeah. Think I think this should be. I hope this is gonna be. That good. looks fucking good, dude. Yeah, but it needs to. I think we're gonna bake it, and it'll fall down in it. Right, Stace? Yeah. The cheese will fall down into the potatoes. Yeah. Let's throw this. What I'm gonna do? Let's throw this in the oven at 400, and it's just gonna go. Either that, or we're gonna have some fucking hardcore raw potatoes. <laughs> let's uh, let's make this. Let's make uh, the cream spinach. Then we'll make some steaks. We'll have another whiskey. Bombs. I love it. Um, so did, when you make the whiskey, when you do a whiskey, yeah. do you have, did you, is, I remember the guys at The Daily Show did a whiskey, and it's like, Dad, did you, how does that work? Is, I know the Daily the Comedy Central? I think back when it was like Jon Stewart. Oh, really? Yeah, I, think, I, think. I just did it, and uh, I just did it at The Daily Show. I had a good time. Uh, Trevor, he's an awesome guy. I saw you on The Daily Show. Yeah. What's Trevor like? Is he like a... He's like a hot cat. <laughs> I don't know. He's just like a hot person. He's just like a handsome man. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, he's uh, he's so nice, man. They, uh, you know what's funny? They cut out a joke on there. I was bummed. They cut out like I, I think they just probably didn't want to deal with this person on there. But uh, what was the joke? I, had... I won't cut it out, or I will. I don't care. <laughs> no, you don't have to cut it out. 
it, I don't think it was him. I think it was probably, they were probably, we don't want to deal with this. But I had a trans joke go, oh, yes. oh, go right. viral. But those trans, it was, it was trans a ams are getting a raw end of the stick. <laughs> Is it about trans ams or what? <laughs> no, it was a it was a pro trans joke. So that's I think that's why it went viral. Oh. It's because it was a positive trans joke. And then what happens? All these trans people were like, you know, you're you're our guy now. We love you. And of course, I see that. and I'm like, uh oh. That was a bad uh, news. Yeah, guys, I wouldn't check my history. <laughs> but uh, no, but they're writing all this nice stuff. And then this one person who tried to you remember that person who tried to end my career in 2013? Right. Did you ever hear the story? I do not have no idea what. That well, was. I, I told a joke that was you know I told some dicey jokes and they were jokes though. And then this person tried to kind of you know cancel me and she wasn't canceling much in 2013, whatever. But uh, you know they were trying to you know got picked up by legit websites like Jezebel and Salon, like they had followings and yeah. and. Uh, you know, she's one of the people, all these people are like, he's our guy now, whatever. Oh my God. She was like, she's now a, a man, which is fine. She, yeah, she got a sex change. Wait, the person? The person who's trying to cancel me. And she was like, he's actually a terrible person because of what he, you know, he did in 2013, these jokes he made. And uh, the joke I made in The Daily Show, I said, yeah, but you were, you were a man in 2013. <laughs> Isn't it possible that I'm a, a slightly different man? <laughs> you know? And, uh, I mean, to, for that joke to kill on The Daily Show, it's got to be a pretty be decent... Good. Yeah, but they, they probably were like, we don't want to deal with this person. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think they were like, uh, fuck it, but they were like, we don't want to deal with it. But I was like, oh, man, that was like my, right. it's like my best you're, line of the... So you're the personification of people can so change. Fucking, yeah, people can change. <laughs> People can. Yeah, not every change has to be so drastic. God, that's a no. fucking really was, funny. That's, that's a really. People can change. That's yeah. so fucking good. Because that's kind of a weirdly. I'm weirdly. It's like a weirdly progressive joke <laughs> that I'm throwing back on her, right? I don't get mad when people. When they give you feedback, as long as they're not trying to just be offended and it's constructive. Like, I remember I, I did. Before I taped an album in 2015, I had a joke where I said the word tranny, and she goes, Hey, we're not. We're fine with you say that, but just a heads up, we have a trans kid. It's a slur. Like, if you just change it to trans, the joke still works. And I was like, yeah, cool. And I don't mind that. And I was like, cool, thanks for telling me. I had a joke where I go, you want to hear something racist? I thought that was the lead-in. Yeah. But there was like, they don't make baby powder for black people. How racist is that? Uh, they should make, you know, when you put on, when you put it on, you got to ghost ride the whip. Like, when we put it on, it blends in. You know, they should make different shades of baby powder for black people. Call it Magic Johnson & Johnson's. And uh, that was a joke. And this black woman got really upset. And then another black woman said, just don't start it with you. Want to hear something really racist? She goes, as a black person, I hear right. that. And I go, fuck this guy. And I was like, oh, I thought that was the, the hook. Wait, you just go in a, you yeah, know it's I'm crazy? Just, yeah, you know it's crazy? Yeah, yeah. When you're something fucking well, crazy. Well, what's wild to me is like, I, like the people that are like, I'll, you know, I'm never, I'll never, I never regretted a joke. I'll never apologize. Like, that's, oh, that's, I regret my first hour. That's psycho. I regret my first hour. I regret my first album. I regret a lot of stuff. Well, I regret bad comedy. I mean, that's what I regret right. is like lazy comedy of, of not being confident on stage, not knowing how to handle situations and wanting to be the, the cool guy and be the edgiest dude in the room and not care. Like, I wanted to be that guy. I wanted to be Attell. I didn't realize Attell had brilliant jokes that he was telling. Attell wasn't just being edgy for edgy sake, which was what I was doing. I, I've said it many on many podcasts. I think he's the best comic I've ever seen. I almost yeah, wore, I almost wore an insomnia he's shirt. The top of the, he's the top of the place. I remember, I used to open for him all the time. I remember we were leaving his, uh, we were leaving Terrytown, and he used to bring me on stage. And, and like, going up with Dave, you're just like, well, I'm just not going to hold my own. He's, he's the best. He's going to yeah. beat me to any funny line. And, you know, he, was, he gets bored, so he brings you up. 
I remember we're leaving, we're driving back, and uh, he goes, I'm such a fucking hack. Which is like, first off, first off, the wrong people have self-esteem. <laughs> David Tell yeah. thinks he's a hack. And he goes, I'm a fucking hack. And I said, what are you talking about? We all think you're the best. And he goes, well, I'm better than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> he would have so many funny burns where you'd be like in shock how good he was. I remember like, I was smoking a cigar outside the cellar one night, just having a cigar. It was my birthday. It was Mike Vecchione. You guys want a cigar? I'll smoke a cigar with you. Let's do a fucking cigar. Yeah, because it's. Let's be real fucking men. Let's be real fucking men. But but I'm smoking a cigar, and Dave just comes out of nowhere and he goes, Hey, Sam, you had a good set, but it wasn't that good. (laughs) Gentlemen, big, thick ring gauge. Yeah, this is a a massive. uh, It might be a little more than. uh, It might be a fucking. This is. Do you want to do a smaller cigar? Is that maybe. I mean, I'll. I'll, I mean, you just took out the plastic. Oh, okay. Let's okay. just drink. Let's just do it. Want to do a smaller yeah. one? No, no. Yeah. I mean, we're here. What the hell? Where's These the... are Cubans? Uh, no. There's no. no. It says Cubana here. Uh, that's La Gloria Cubana is the brand. <clears throat> that's a great idea to just to just say you're Cubana but not be Cubana. Yeah, dude. Every, every see that's the thing. He, I he, call my dick black. He cop. put the, he put the manly label on us, and then I look like a, a fucking pussy when I, I know. I'm gonna be, I'm flying back today. I'm gonna be is fucking. It, it, you're it, flying back today? Yeah, dude. I was just here for the, I've been on the road every week. I need to be home for a couple of days. I, every, the road, you get the road. Burn, when I man. saw you in Austin, you were like, I've never taken days off. I don't take days <laughs> off. I gotta really fucking like, you, work you, on that. You, but yeah, but now I'm like, now I'm 40, I'm like, I need fucking some time off. I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Try being 50. I turn 50 next month. God, this looks fucking good. God this damn looks, it, dude. That does this look looks good. really fucking good. Do we have a lighter? Are we gonna smoke the fuck out of this room right what now? What is it? Drink an old pal or something? Oh. It's like it's like a Negroni, but with whiskey instead of a. Uh... That's this isn't gonna work. You need like a torch, right? No, you can do you that. Can pull you, it gotta, off. you gotta you gotta, you gotta roll it. Here, watch. Let me show you. So, hit it. He's doing it. This is really gonna put me over. <laughs> <laughs> That looks pretty nice, dude. I don't normally do this. This is about to get smoky as fuck. (laughs) Can I tell you the one thing I would change about myself? I would have worn sunscreen as a kid. Oh, yeah. Never once wore sunscreen in my fucking life. You do? Yeah, because there's this misconception that black people don't need sunscreen. You do need sunscreen? Yeah, we have the most skin cancer of of everyone because everyone thinks that. We don't have to use it. For real? For real. I've never heard that. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, the highest instance of skin can- of melanoma. My good, is this lit? Uh, you need a little more on the edge. Yeah, 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 right there. Where can you get Bodega Cat? Just at bodegacat.com? For now, but it's going to be in store soon, dude. And it's going to be at the Comedy Cellar. They're going to use it as a house whiskey. So it's like, you order a Manhattan, Use it uh, an old fashioned, whatever, you're getting Bodega Cat the seller once we get legal. Hey guys, it's something's burning. Oh, that's the inside. Okay. <laughs> ah, there we go. I love cigars. I love cigars. Hey, hit me on the back right here on the back burner. I love this. I feel like it's old school. Can I tell you the big thing? Kids, parents are sending their kids to college with the morning after pill. 
Good. Like a prescription. Oh, um, hell yeah. I'll fucking do that if I have a kid. Yeah, I'm for that, yeah. I'll do that if I have a boy. I'm like, give it to him. See, I <laughs> put, it put it in the brownie. Look, yeah. Give him the Bill Cosby. What's it, what's it called when you put a morning after pill in their, in their drink? It's not the Bill Cosby. It's, it's the, called being responsible. Um, <laughs> it's being smart. Did you just put something in my drink? It's the morning after pill. You're welcome. Yeah, man. I, re- I remember seeing that video of like when she was not, no, it wasn't Georgia. It was your youngest, I think. Yeah, I love But she was old enough to curse, and they were like, and they f- he found it, and it was like, well, well, okay, so you're old enough now, you can curse. What's your first cur- curse word going to be? And she looked back and forth between him and, and, and she was like, cunt. Oh, that's a good pick. Uh, yeah, that was her first pick. And that's then, a good one. And then, so you want to know, the, the best part of that story is it goes viral on TikTok that night. Six million people watch it that evening. And she comes and wakes me up first thing in the morning, pull it down. I go, what? She goes, I will not be the person who they dubbed that my, my saying cunt and they'll dub me, and then, then I, I have no personality. I'm that fucking person. I'm, but, and I was she like, hands you a drug test? She's yeah, like, she's like, Dad, it. you got to take you this. You got it. I'm all worried about you. I ain't had that kind of wherewithal when I was that little. I did not at all. Boy, dude, you didn't have to worry about social media. These kids now, like, this is a horrible time to be a kid. Oh, it's horrific. Going viral for some shit going like viral that, that is... you're that person. I think, I think it should be required reading if you're on social media. You should have to read the book so you've been publicly shamed. I think Dude. it's required reading oh, wow. because that mom mentality turns into a fucking monster. You should yeah. have to know what that does to someone to like to team up on someone and you know and fuck. You don't have a cast iron bird? I do, but I don't know. Where's the other one? This is a damn good cigar, by the way. It's a good cigar. Not right? that I know anything about cigars, but it's pretty nice. Look at these steaks. It's a pretty good whiskey too, if I say so myself. Look at these. Look at these steaks. Fucking. Omaha Steaks. Wow. Oh. oh, hell yeah. What you, what you seasoning with a little salt, pepper, garlic powder? So can I tell you a cheat code I do? This is one of my favorite things to do. I take the Omaha seasoning that comes with, the, when you get it, you get their seasoning, and I just dump that in a bowl, and I tell people I make it myself. It's beautiful. And then you leave it out. It's great let seasoning. See, let me see that bottle. You leave it out. It's got garlic. Paprika. Smells amazing. Smells amazing. Uh, Onion, red pepper, green pepper, uh, salt, pepper. It's fucking I want to eat with you more often, dude. Uh, This is nice. This is, I I eat like this when I'm home. I eat like this all the time. You just take it and then, okay. Yeah, of course. I sniff the never. You'll never leave LA, right? No. You love it. I gotta say, I you know I'm not an LA guy. I don't like LA a ton, but the food here is outstanding. Like the amount of good restaurants here, man. It's way better than Austin, where they got Terry Black. That's it. Are you kidding? That's it. They have an. I didn't mean to start been, a war here. No, he's 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 out of his mind. I'm fucking with Tom they're, and Joe, they're, they're, who, who have sold this goddamn fucking hunk of rock <laughs> like they have money invested in fucking Austin. It's, the two of them, the, they do. The, there's a good restaurant. Like You could throw a rock and hit a good restaurant. Some of the best restaurants. Austin's got great food. In, in Austin. No, no, yeah. LA What's the and red Austin. One? What's the red one we went to? Red one? It's almost blasphemy to say this, but LA's got some fucking great Chinese food, dude. I'm a big Chinese food guy. Oh, and holy oh. shit. And I mean, yeah, Austin's got great fucking food. Um, so here's the deal. Omaha Steaks, and if you're making steaks at home, this is a great cheat code. Get a pan that can go in the oven, heat up, get it very hot. You want to sear it two minutes on each side, and then once you put it on the second side, just shove it in the oven at 400, and it fucking cooks for five minutes, and you got a medium rare steak. Cheat code. And by the way, if I'm wrong, we got extra steaks to try to do it right. You don't do butter? No. You don't base, ba- you don't butter based? I don't butter base, but we can. Do we have any butter? Yeah, it's on the side. Is there butter in here? Yes. 
Fuck yeah, we can put butter in that bitch. Yeah, just, see, see, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm honest. I'm interested to taste how you do it, but I, I I'm, at, I'm, at I'm, this point, like once you flip them, not right now, but once you flip them, I throw the butter in with some thyme and rosemary, and I baste. You baste well, well, them. Time is time is underrated. Yeah, time is so Let's underrated. Do Let's do that. But you need I'm a spo- you need a spoon to baste. No, what we're gonna do is we're gonna get the butter in there. The olive oil will allow the butter not to burn, and we'll let the butter kind of kiss this bottom part. When we flip it, there will be butter all on the other side. We'll throw it in, do a little baste afterwards. Let's see, yeah. Boom. Kiss it, dude. What, what oil do you use there, olive or? Uh, so I've been cooking a lot avocado? lately with avocado oil because oh, yeah. it's got a higher burn rate. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But nope. olive oil is my go-to. We just went to Italy, and I dropped a fucking dime on the olive oils. Because they were like, yo, these olive oils are legit good. Like, you got to try them out. We tried them. And I could taste the difference. And I was like, oh, Good olive oil? Dude, I bought more olive oil than I did wine. So I was like, I'll go through olive oil. Are you a big wine guy? Big wine guy. Wine is fucking great. Wine. I don't like, I don't like the, there's like a weird thing. I remember, I, remember uh, I brought a wine on stage once to somebody in Indiana. Some guy yells out, homo. <laughs> <laughs> what, I can't have a wine? It is a weird thing to bring on stage. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so I like to get a little sauce on that late show sometimes. Yeah, I do too. They are. Where's the, uh. Ashtray. Uh, it's right. We could use one of these, right? Here. Yeah, yeah. Use that. Right. Um, something's burning. Oh. And then we take it. You want this? What? You want this? That looks fucking good. Bro. Sure. And then I'm throwing this in the oven with our. Oh my god, this looks fucking ridiculous. Oh, that looks dope, dude. Um, dude, I'm really impressed with how. Hey Siri, set a timer for six minutes. I'm really impressed with the Siri function on this. Oh, yeah? It, it really has come, like, I'm, I'm doing it. God damn it. Tom feel, Cruise's daughter like is she, fucked. She's a little Her name's Siri. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. They named her Siri before. That's what not a, why she's fucked, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's other problems going on. Right. I, I think. Scientology. I think. Scientology makes sense. Yeah. Sell it to me, buddy. Let's do it. Let's, it makes, it let's go okay. clear right it makes now. Here we go. You ready? Makes, you ready? I'm going to pitch you Scientology. It makes okay? as much sense let as me, every other thing. Let me do this real quick. Sure. Let me pitch you Scientology, okay? Sure. No, they've got some big wigs. Hey, we are Wait, Are you a Scientologist? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That would be but cool. I would be. If you guys are out there, hit me up. I'll be, I'd will be. do it in a heartbeat. They got like, some, a fucking heartbeat. They've got oh. some big names. Bro, if, you, you give me, if you give me solace when I wake up in the morning, if I wake up going... So it doesn't go all bad. Do I don't realize, think it's that simple. Bro, do, you realize, do you realize what you just got yourself into? Because these motherfuckers are relentless. They will contact you. Please. They, I'll tell you where I live. Travolta's going to be on the next episode of Something's Burning. Oh, right. Dude, I'll do a Scientology episode. This will be I will do. I will hardcore do a Scientology episode. Bring Cruz me in. and Travolta, that's doing, that's doing right. Bobby Lee numbers. You Come will on. not get one negative yeah. word out of my mouth. I will listen. I will be up for a transition. I will. You can do a on me. Whatever you need to do, I'm who, fucking in. Who Here's is the deal. Tom Cruise? You're, is, if you could have any guest in the show, is Tom Cruise number one? No, no, it's um, it's Jennifer Aniston. I would have Jennifer Aniston. I would have, I would have, I would have. Tom uh, Cruise would be a good guest, though. He probably would, yeah. Because he would, he would just take over and start cooking, and you'd be like, I didn't know you could. He's like, I could do everything. Dude, dude I, from what I know about Tom Cruise, he's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, dude. Uh, top to bottom, top to bottom. Here's the deal. I'm looking for Great anything too. that gives me anything that makes me happier. I'm in for. So like, oh, like religion. I, I, if you can sell me religion, that I can fucking believe. That I can go like, I'm in. Like I talked to Bill Maher about it, and I was like, if you could give me a surgery that 
cut a synapse that made me doubt. The, the, the doubt synapse. The doubt synapse where you started going like, wait, no, I'm, if I just give my life to Jesus, then everything will be great. And that need to convert you guys. That, yeah. Then I would take, I would get that surgery tomorrow because that is, that is the holy grail. That is the best way to live your life. Like, like happiness. A, oblivious happiness. Yeah, like haven't you heard the expression, ignorance is bliss? Sure, I'm the most yeah. ignorant person you'll meet. And I'm still not happy. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of happy. I'm really happy, but like, I wake up every morning with panic. I wake up every morning thinking, one day this ends. One day it goes to black. You can't stop it. You can't fucking stop it. The panic is it. the hangover, dude. No, 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 no. No? It's, it's, the fear, it's the fear of death. So that's why I get up and it, 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 it incites me to work out and it incites me to live. It incites me to work. That, that panic drives me. However. I love the way that you're like, I'm scared of death. What are we doing today? Steaks, cigars, whiskey, <laughs> uh, butter, potatoes. Uh, yeah. I'm really scared of dying. Right, but, but, but and I just talked, also heroin. I just talked yeah, to the Church of Scientology and then contacting my manager. Church of Scientology. Here's the pitch. Ready? Yeah. This, and by the way, yeah, yeah. so I go to dinner with these guys, the Scientologists, one night. Me and my wife. This is a long time ago. Really? But right when we had little girl, uh, girls, I brought a gun to this dinner. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're, God, you're like Michael gun. and the Godfather. You just stand up. <laughs> no, no. So Leanne said yeah. I couldn't drink, and so we had a handgun. And she had a handgun at the time, and it was unloaded. <laughs> oh it was unloaded. I unloaded it. But what I put the fuck, Bird? This is okay. What was the purpose of the hangar? Just to feel something. Okay. So I put it in my waistband. <laughs> I put it in my waistband and I went to dinner. It was a dinner at my house, okay, for the record. But I had it in my waistband the whole dinner and I kept giggling to myself, going, I'm a fucking gun at this dinner, Jesus. right? Jesus. And so we weren't allowed to drink, so I needed something. And so I said to the guy, I said, So you guys like believe in aliens and shit? And he goes, <laughs> He goes, Well, I mean, that's kind of the thing. Leanne's like, Immediately, why the fuck are you talking? And I, he goes, that's kind of it, but it's not, I mean, it's not all of it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, ultimately. And yeah. I go, that's kind of crazy. And he goes, can I ask you a question? And yeah. here's where he fucked me up. He goes, he's like, uh, what do you believe in? I go, like, God, I guess. And he goes, what's that, like Jesus? I go, yeah, I, you know, I wear the necklace and stuff. And, and he goes, You should have gone into a Kevin Costner Bull Durham speech, like yeah. the I, cock, <laughs> high fiber, the hanging curveball. So <laughs> he goes, you see, you believe like Moses split the Red Sea, and I go, well, no, it's like you know, it's kind of like they try to punch it up to make it better. It's probably just a sandbar party. And he was like, he's like, you believe in, uh, you believe Jesus performed like three miracles or came rose from the dead three days after. I go, no, no. He's like, you know, it's probably a big hangover, and they're like, oh shit, you're up, you know. And he was like, hold. He goes, so you admittedly don't believe in your stuff. I go, no. I mean, I don't believe, I don't believe the Bible. You can take the Bible. For word for word, and he goes, "Can I ask you a question?" I said, "Yeah." He goes, "Do you think there's extraterrestrial life out there?" And I go, "100 percent." He goes, "So, admittedly, you already kind of believe in the shit I believe in." I said, "Yeah." And he goes, "Would you give it a chance?" And I went, "Oh, you got me, motherfucker. That's how they get you." Because I do, I do believe there's fucking intelligent life forms out there. I do actually fucking believe that. I really believe. Like, do you believe in aliens? I don't know. Do you believe in aliens? I. I think there's probably some sort of I, other I, I life out there. I, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if they're like how we pick. But I don't like, think they look like uh, in Mars Attacks or something. Yeah. They probably look but like look, fucking Scientologists. I think mathematically speaking, to think that Earth is the only place that life exists is kind of crazy. It, right. There probably is. But, exactly. there's, but there's a big giant fucking leap from that to they visited here, wrote a book, and I haven't been back since. But also, uh, everyone's saying that these highly intelligent life. Isn't there a possibility they come here and they're just like, yeah. <laughs> isn't that a possibility? They just be punch like him in that? the dick again. Punch him in the. They, they just 
And they enslave yeah. us, and all they do is kick us in the nuts. Ah! Yeah. Like, well, like, look at the look on his face. Well, like they they made they made this fucking giant trip that was like millions of light years between stars just to be like, hey, the best way to live your life is to give these people ten percent of your money. <laughs> so they're just yeah. managers. Yeah. <laughs> right. You guys are trying back. to sell me a manager. They're aliens. They're like, no, they do. Aliens come back and they're like, can I get a piece of your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Dude, how about uh? This looks these, fucking these managers. Uh, I mean, these aliens. Sorry, uh, these <laughs> these aliens. If they, we're always trying to find them. Like maybe it's good that maybe they pass over us for a reason. Maybe they're like they're not worth it. What if we we're doing all this work to find this extraterrestrial life? I mean, that could end pretty fucking badly, right? Uh, maybe. I mean, that's uh, where belief comes in. Look at that crust. Oh, I think man. we're going back in. I think we're going back in. Yeah. Tis the season for clean balls. Ha la 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 la. Our friends at Manscaped are helping you clear the driveway for safe travels this holiday season from stocking stuffers to white elephants. Manscaped's products are at the top of everyone's wish list. Grab some crop mops for pops or the body buffer for the holiday lover. Win this year's white elephant gift and help all the men in your life go from eggnog to nice hog. This December, save 20 percent off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash burning manscape is one stop shopping for all your holiday needs the perfect gift is the platinum package 4.0 plus it's loaded with presents for perfect stocking stuffers i'm telling you right now they have great shampoo and body washes i use them we have them on the tour bus i have i have them in, I, they're all i use i absolutely love them they've got uh, downstairs deodorants upstairs deodorants you know what i'm talking about gels, exfoliants, absolutely everything you could ever need to keep it clean. But let me tell you right now, the Lawnmower 4.0, this electric razor with advanced skin safe technology is a life changer and known for reducing nicks and cuts on Santa's sack. I'm telling you right now, you have to go to manscaped.com. This is the present to get the man who needs to trim his junk, okay? Save 20% off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash burning that's right 20 percent off plus free shipping by going to manscaped.com slash burning manscaped for a perfect gift that will be the holiday's biggest hit i absolutely love the holidays the lights the song santa but finding the perfect gift for your friends and family can be tricky especially when it comes to remembering their size or trying to keep up with the latest trends luckily the steak experts at omaha steaks have made it easy to send unforgettable gifts from the heart that they are guaranteed to love. Just head over to omahasteaks.com and enter burning into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. The perfect gift is exactly what it sounds like, a hand-picked assortment of Omaha Steaks, very best and most popular items for just $99.99. Items like their world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons and butcher-cut top sirloins. Plus, with every order, your recipient will also get eight additional Omaha Steak burgers. Totally free. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com and shop their gift packages starting at $99.99 and treat yourself to something tasty while you're over there, huh? It's a delicious way to make sure you get what you want, what you really want for this Christmas year. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. Visit omahasteaks.com and find the perfect holiday gift for your friends, family, or yourself. Use the code BURNING. But, but I'm, I'm pretty sure Ooh. this lifestyle is slowly killing me. I don't, I don't, oh, yeah. I don't, oh, what are you talking about? Oh, it's, no, going, it's killing you know, us all. You know, you know why? It's the same thing. So I, I realized that, um, that um, so I had, you know, I had some big time sleep apnea, right? Yeah. And I realized, like, I needed the machine because 
when you when you wake up like because you can't breathe in the night, it's it's dumping adrenaline because your body's reacting as though you were like drowning or whatever. Yeah. And the the adrenaline deposits cholesterol in your artery, so it's bad for you. Oh, you know shit. I mean? oh, so really you, bad. right. So then, but but, oh, shit. but when you're yeah, when you're on stage, that's the same thing that's happening. The adrenaline is kicking. That's why you're exhausted after two hours or three hours of set comedy because it's like oh my god. And then of course there's like a people coming in the green room, four hundred people coming in the green room, and you're just like you're just like I just yeah. I just did comedy. I'm tired. So I'm, like, I'm like this shit is bad. This shit is not like the best for your health. Can I don't you imagine so. having to fuck those people? <laughs> Which can, well, like, well, like I look at comics that fuck chicks on the road, and I oh, go, yeah. "Can you imagine having to fuck right now? Like, I'm so tired. I just want to fucking well, have a no, drink I, and I, talk I about really, my set. I don't really do it. No, fucking, really fuck, do it. fucking I, isn't what I'm afraid of. It's the having to connect afterwards. Oh, that's the bad part, right? Oh God, you no, want the to penis talk. and vagina stuff is simple. It's the right. it's the afterwards part. The uh, oh, I heard I heard a comic say I heard a comic say the the fuck. Oh, uh, this was the most brilliant thing I've ever heard. The worst thing about a one night stand on the road is the next morning when the chick's like, so where do you want to get lunch? <laughs> and I went, oh. Well, that's what I a just, friend of mine said to me last night. He goes, you, you're getting lunch with someone, you're having sex with someone you wouldn't want to get lunch with. Yeah. And that's really, right. I mean, I, I do uh, I do feel that way sometimes where you're like the night of, you're so filled with passion. Is that like, better than, get, than having sex with, than getting lunch with someone you wouldn't want to have sex with? Say that again. Yeah. I only I was lunch with people like uh, a bad lunch versus set. Wait, wait, wait what's the question <laughs> no, again? No, that doesn't matter. Take more problems. <laughs> you don't want to have sex with someone you wouldn't. No, get but lunch don't you with. feel that way? Like the night of, you're like filled with passion, and it's like great. Like the night of, I'm I have thoughts like I'll fucking live in Cleveland. I don't give a shit. I'll move to Cleveland for this Man. woman. And then oh. the next morning, I'm like, if you died, it would mean nothing. When the blood comes out of <laughs> your brain and goes into your dick, the things your brain says are so irrational. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I remember, do you remember, I, it's equivalent. If you're a young boy and you're watching this, yeah. the feeling to be single and wanting to have sex is identical to when your parents let you stay home from school and they leave the house to you and you jack off six times. Do you remember that feeling where you're like, I'm jacking off all fucking day. This is what, my thing. Nothing in this home is safe. I'm smoking a cigarette and jacking off. I'm jacking off in the out yard. I'm jacking off in the pool. I'm jacking off in the tub. I used, to, I used to jack off with my guy friends. And no way! You didn't do that? Never! Really? We thought it was gay to jack off. I actually had to come to terms with my sexuality because yeah. I was like, I can't stop jacking off. Way, you thought jacking off in and of itself was homosexual. Wow. Because the church wow. said. Well, we kept it civilized. We like used pillows to shield ourselves, but we did it. Like oh, just look so over just the pillow. In the same like room. you're looking yeah, over the yeah. pillow like you're in a first class sleeper cabin. <laughs> yeah. Like doing. It was Delta One before Delta One. Delta One. Uh, no, we were just, yeah, we just had the porn on and we'd be watching and jacking off. And, no. You know. That's New York. I'm going to start, I'm going to start pre-plating. How many weeks in a row? It's a lot, right? Yeah. No, I can't remember the last, last time I took a week off. It's fucking too much. And this last one was with my family in my hometown. In Maryland? DC, yeah. Where did you play? I played the uh, DC Improv. Oh, nice. DC Improv's fucking amazing. I've never done it, dude. It's like, right. like everyone's got like an A room they've never done. That's the one for me. Oh, I'm pumped. Oh, man. Oh, whoa, that's a lot of. Dude. I'm gonna, that's the biggest lesson you can make, you can learn, is put a little more of that in there. Is don't grab that now. I have done that so many times. Yeah. It's been in a fucking oven, and you're just like, you're like, I'll just grab it real quick. Can I tell you one time? Do you know how like you knock a knife off the table and you go, whoa? And one time it stuck into my fucking foot, and I went, Liam! 
Leanne! She was like, that never happens. And I was like, no shit! I did the, I did, I've done the where you're chopping a jalapeno and you don't think and you scratch your nuts and then you're like, Ugh. oh my God, my fucking nuts are on fire. I dip my balls in oat milk. Are you serious? I had did to. It, help? it helped a lot. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Solution. If your balls are on fire or your dick is on fire, dip them in oat milk. That doesn't work for sexually transmitted diseases, but it does for uh, It's white things. vinegar for those. Yeah. Just giving you a heads up, everybody. <laughs> wow. I'm learning a lot today. Yeah. Okay. Dude. You got some cream spinach. You're a good host, Bert. You got some creamed spinach. And I'm gonna pull out these. I'm gonna pull out these. Did you ever hear the Michael Jordan quote about someone, a young player asked him, how were you, how did you get so great? And he thought it was gonna be like, I just outworked everyone. And he said, I learned to love the shit that I hated. That's a Rogan fucking that's quote a, that's right a, there. That's a great quote, right? That's a Rogan quote. Like that, that's like a fucking. Well, you think, if you think about going to morning radio or doing like press in a way where you're like, you learn to love it, that changes your life. I'll, I, will, I will never love morning radio. Oh, I love morning radio. You got to drink on it. That's why. If you drink at morning radio, it becomes so much fucking fun. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring a bottle in. Bring a bottle in. Ooh, that's if you drink at 7 a.m., <laughs> you've got some problems. Rachel's loving this. We, <laughs> we argue about this all the time. I'm like, I hate that shit. Oh, well, I morning love. radio, morning radio, I learned to love it because I would just sabotage it. I would just make it go off the rails and I'd be like, well, this is funny for me because it's going hard. No, no, I just don't love it because it doesn't work for me. It, like, what do you mean it, it doesn't work for I you? Never, it, ne like, I do, it works if you throw it off the rails. I, I go, whenever I go to a club that wants me to do radio, I go to the, I go to the audience and I go, who well, radio can help? Radio who who help. heard me on the radio? No, don't do that. Don't do no. that. It's nobody. Then go, who heard me on Rogan? And they're like, ah! Right, right. And so I'm like, I'm just doing this for nothing. All right. I'm going to take a look at this and see what it looks like. It looks phenomenal. It looks it. good. You're crushing it. Um, it looks good. You ever see, you see this little kid? This is a little kid on Instagram named Chef Carter. And he, that's his little, his catchphrase is, it looked good. <laughs> He's like six, like a six-year-old chef. I mean, what? he put this shit to shame. Yeah. What is it about like cooking TikTok that's so damn good? I, I don't know. I don't know why, but like and then you throw, TikTok, you throw children in there. It, you, you add cooking to adorable and it's, it's irresistible. Right. I watch a little kid fuck up bacon. Yeah, that's what oh. it is. And, fuck, and just be full of joy. Or when they rate food, it's something very fun about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love cooking shows. Like, I love... I watch even the shitty ones. I watch Beat Bobby Flay. I watch Chopped. Yeah. You got to get those guys on here, dude. Uh, they have a deal at Food Network where so they, they can't, can't work with me. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Once he's out, he'll be out soon. Bobby. Yeah. He was out for a second. You gotta got to get Bobby once out, in. dude. That's that's a good guess. All right. How about Guy Fieri? Can you get him or same shit? Same shit. I love Guy Fieri. Are you kidding what me? What about Paula Dean? Can you get her? I. She's available. <laughs> she was actually the person he was talking about. She yeah. the word earlier. Yeah. That, was, that was a friend. All right. <clears throat> All right. Here we go. Where did my good knives go? Right I just got these knives. I just got these knives sent to me by a fan. What is she doing now? Is she just kind of chilling? What, what? She's uh, running plantation weddings. The uh, <laughs> Check out these fucking knives. Oh, that's pretty nice. What's that? Uh, a fan sent them to me. Handmade. It says a machine on the side. Oh, these are beautiful. Oh, yeah, wow. can we credit this fan? Do we know who this guy is? Oh, Town Town Cutler. Town Cutler? Yeah, that's what it says on Dude, the other side. Dude, this is, here you I'm go, I'm happy to drink more once I've had some here. carbs in me. Please. Thank you. Right, please. This looks Slide incredible, it. dude. It looks fucking really good. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how uh -huh. the steak's cooked. And it is cooked fucking perfect. 
fucking perfect. Oh, you do need a fork. My bad. I'm so sorry. And by the way, these knives are gangster. They're hella sharp. They slide, they're hella sharp. Like, let me see. Okay. Whoa. Dude, oh, yeah. You crushed it, bro. Perfect. Holy shit. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Look, Look at Sam's. Look at Sam's. Look at Sam's. Medium. That's easy peasy. Go to omahasteaks.com slash burning. Dude. Two minutes on each side. A little butter, a little olive oil. Throw phenomenal. it in the oven for about eight minutes. Medium rare. That is and phenomenal. you can have a piece of heaven like this. Look at that. Look at that. Do you see the smoke coming You're off You're a fucking it? good cook. This is These potatoes are phenomenal. Oh my god. Oh my god. Well, that is so good. The, the greens passed, the steak passed. Oh my god. Mm. Bird is fucking low key good at everything. Mm -hmm. I think that comes from being supremely aware of what you're bad at. Yeah, I mean, this is. I know what I'm bad good. at. Everything is good. I'm bad at not pouring another one of these. Man, Tim Dillon and Whitney are fucked. I'm gonna be hammered for them. Oh, when are they? <laughs> Fucking 30 minutes. Right after uh, this? <laughs> In an hour. Whitney's picking my daughter up from school. <laughs> she was like, hey, I was right by me. Can I just pick her up? And we were like, yeah, sure. This is amazing. Mm. Dude, these turned out way better than I thought. Yeah, nope. amazing. Nobody's better on camera than her, man. Whitney? Yeah, she just, she just flips a switch on camera. She is money. Damn. Here's some salt if you need it. I kind of undersalt things because of my blood I think pressure. I need a napkin or something. Here. There right, we go. Fuck yeah. I know. I think we're on the same edge. By the way, Omaha steaks are fucking legit. That's yes. a good filet right there. Yeah, this is great. Last thing I'm going to say about Omaha steaks you can do a gift package for a kid who just went to college, like my daughter, or my father in law, or my dad. And you can send them steaks. And what was great is during the pandemic, I loaded up on Omaha steaks. Leanne's like, what the hell are we going to do with all these steaks? Pandemic hits. I swear to God, on the life of my children, we're in her garage, right? As you're holding she, the knife, say, I swear to God, Leanne. I'll fucking. She turns to me and goes, I was wrong. You were right. Yeah. And we ate steaks like fucking gangsters. Wait a minute. Your wife apologized? Uh, one time. Oh, oh okay. Like, holy <laughs> shit. That never happened. My wife and my daughter, Isla, cannot apologize to save their fucking lives. Yeah. It was a funny story. Women, am I right? <laughs> yeah. One time, Georgia and Isla get into a fight, and they're kicking each other, and they're fighting, fist fighting. And I pull them into the old kitchen. I go, hey, this is not how this works. This is your teammate. This is your little sister. This is your big sister. One day, mom and I won't be here, and you are all you will have. You need to learn, learn how to work things out. I go, Georgia, there is one thing you say to your sister right now. Georgia, sweet little kids, yeah. fucking thinks about it and goes, Isla, I love you. And I'm sorry. You're fantastic. Isla, there's one thing you say to your sister right now. George, Isla looks at Georgia and goes, you are forgiven. Goes, Walk away. I go, what the fuck? You're supposed to say I'm sorry. You You're forgiven. forgiven. You That's cold-blooded. This steak, you killed yours. Yeah, it's delicious. It's great, yeah. This steak is fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. I'm, Dude, you're a great cook. I mean, that was like, I had I had high hopes just knowing, thinking you'd be a good cook, and you're fucking great. Damn. Should we kill this bottle of bodega cat today? I mean, we I would should. love to do like a Manhattan or something if you have vermouth or something. Do you have any of that shit? I would, I would fuck around with a cocktail if we can. I'll Sam. make it too if we do it. Yeah. Dude, uh, 
I did I did a gig in St. Louis recently, and you ever just get too adventurous on the road where uh, I'm with Gary again. We find like this one cool restaurant in St. Louis and we're like, let's eat really well. And I don't know what came over me. I'm like, I'll have the rainbow trout. And um, yeah, it doesn't, it goes right through me to the point yeah. that we're going from this place to the gig. We call an Uber and I'm in the car like, dude, I don't think I'm gonna make it to the gig. I think I'm gonna shit my pants. And Gary's like, oh fuck dude, like what are we gonna do? And uh, this has been like a hell gig all week. Like the night one of the gig, I get locked in the green room bathroom. So I, Gary's calling me on stage and I can't get out. It's locked. So I'm texting him like, can someone open it? And they're like, we can't open it. You got to kick the door. And that I'm happened like, with me and Cristela Alonso. Yeah. At the, de- at the sorry to interrupt, but I, I got stuck in the bathroom and I couldn't. I, didn't, I was so nervous I couldn't wipe right. She's like, ladies and gentlemen, Bert Kreischer. I was like, help! And I went up with shit on my ass. Keep going, Cristela. Shut up, Cristela. Oh, but they were like, we can't open it. Can you? Do you mind kicking the door? And I was like, do I mind? This is like my fantasy right here. Yeah. This is like every '80s like cop movie. You just kick the door. So I kick it in. But now it's just like the door, it's one of those sliding doors. So it's just the handle falls off. So it, I kick it, it jiggles, and then I just open it. And I'm like, that was kind of anticlimactic, whatever. But you so kick I get it to, open it, and it was a pocket door. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it, was, it was disappointed. But then, so I'm going to the gig the next night, and I'm like, I'm not going to make it to the gig. And Gary's like, dude, it'll be okay. And the Uber driver hears me panicking. He goes, oh, I had that last week. I, I shit, uh, I shit everywhere, man. It was something pink. I was like, please stop it. You're not helping me right now. This is a rainbow trout. <laughs> Did you ever hear this? We, Go ahead. Well, we get to the gig, and I'm like, I run right to the bathroom. I'm like, ah, I barely make it to the bathroom. I'm emptying my, I, and I apologize for such a graphic story. What happens is a nice meal, but I'm emptying whatever. I remember, I'm like, they're like, we need Pepto or something immediately. He's not going to make it on stage. Gary's stretching. He's at like 30 minutes in. I'm like trying to make it on stage. They hand me a Pepto through the broken door that I broke. Oh. Through that little hole in the wall, they just hand me the Pepto. I was like, "This is the saddest weekend." I'm making another cocktail. I'm making another. Do you have? I thought we were gonna do the Campari. Do you want to do? Do you want to do a Campari on ice with yeah, the? Yeah. Do we have a <clears throat> Campari soda? Is nice too. If you want to be like, but he said, but Campari soda is a little aggressive. You need a little prosecco to cut the Campari. You know what? Can you see if we have sweet vermouth in the house? And, I'm and, pretty uh, sure we bitters. do. And bitters. And a maraschino I'm a cherry. I'm a fucking mess. And this food was so fucking good. It was so, so, it was good. so fucking good. And I can't hey, believe it. Real, man? I For really real. can't believe it. it was so good. good. I this can't believe fucking... we did this. I can't. This is the one where I go, there's no way I'm going to fuck up the steak. I'm going to fuck up the fucking potatoes. I'm going to, and I, it was no, I'm so good. You, Bert, like steak is my obsession. And I was doubtful because of your technique, <laughs> but you had the experience you of cooking them that way. And it came out perfect. Dude, that makes me, that makes my dick hard. Wait, can I? So what do you need? I think that's sweet vermouth behind you. Where? One more back. Right there. Is this, this is sweet yeah, vermouth. Yeah, yeah. See, and that's what I have, need. Uh, that's what I need. She's the part. She's and you the, got bitters. She's the bitters? part of your, she's the part of your brain. And do you have a. She's the part of your brain. I have, do you have a shaker? I have nine parts of my brain. Do you have right. a shaker? Uh, yeah. And ice. We need yeah. ice too. She, yeah, we do. she frees up part of your brain Does to be, cre- yeah, to be creative. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, these glasses work. I just—I probably need a new one if I'm going to start straight. Yeah. Yeah. What do we? Uh, how do, I'll make a Manhattan right here. No, because doesn't because doesn't, like, remember earlier when he asked us, you you guys feel like the best comic, some of the best comics in the world? We were like, no, because it's like so often people go, you're a genius, and then you go, where are my socks? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you need to you need to also shut those voices out if you want to stay on the right path. Like it, you it. I not, I have, you no, gotta well, ignore a lot of compliments well, in order to well, succeed. Well, if you if you ignore the haters, why am I gonna take in the compliments? Well, oh, the that's my fucking. Th- when I wrote when I wrote my book, my dad uh, texted me. He goes, "Great review of your book," and I go, "I don't want to see these." 
Because if I give that quality, if I quantify that, I got to quantify the shit ones. You and I'm not going to quantify the shit ones. You just have ones. to keep the healthy voices around yeah, well, that, and that's not why you need, too high yourself. You need, yeah. friends that, you need friends that What do you care. need, ice? Ice and maybe just like a shot glass just to measure this shit. <laughs> Yeah, you need friends. You need friends that that love you enough to to talk to tell you, yeah, yeah, throw it in there. you know, to tell you when you're fucking up too. Yeah. But like, no, nobody will talk shit to you like Joe and and Tom. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh. And you you need them. You need them to like bring you to earth. Uh, you need them. You need them too. And then you need to also understand sometimes that you see things a different way. Oh like, yeah. It's so funny. They don't know everybody. Man. And I think Ari is a really interesting dude when you talk about. Oh, look at these glasses. Being insane? No, when Ari, the way Ari sees comedy, he really gives a fuck about it. Mm, and yeah. so that's the cool thing about Ari is that he's he got, gives a fuck about it in a different way. He's got integrity. Cheers. Oh, Cheers. Yeah. Cheers, gentlemen. Bodega Cat Manhattan. Bodega Cat Manhattan. Good steak and taters. Mm. That's not bad. That's great. That's really good. Well, you know yeah. what, Bert? All in all, man, I... I was, is the show I, over? No, no. I would. I, I feel like it's a good stopping point. Am I going to make my I flight? thought you were like, all in all, man. It's been no, a great man, experience. I would, I would fly here. I would fly here anytime. How, how far is it to LAX? Dude, thank next, you. Next time I cook. How much? Oh, hey, good that's a done deal. Here. Yeah, next time I will do, I'll, 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 I'll cook and you'll, I'll interview you while I'm cooking. We got to do part two of this, uh, us yeah. three again. Yeah, like let, me, let me and Sam do the cooking. Let them know your availability. I'll bring you guys out in a heartbeat. This is a great fuck. What I love is, this is a good app. What I love is, I I know that I know the difference between LA comics and New York comics, and I, and Austin comics and New York comics and LA comics. I know the difference. I don't see it now. He's not my, how I picture LA comics. No, like, but no, 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 he is not. Well, yeah. here's, here's what I don't like about that. Is is th there's this tendency amongst comics to because you're you're a New York comic in the sense that you you started in New York. Your comedy was shaped by New York. He is. He is and, the right. possibly the most New York comic right, there is. Right. And then, actually, and then there's and then there's Colin Quinn is the most there's, New York. There's comic. people that yeah. Quinn people, is number one. Yeah. yeah, but then there's Attell people. Is, there's Attell. people that sucked somewhere else. Like they sucked in Indiana, and then they moved to New York, and they go, "I'm a New York comic," yeah. and they talk shit to LA comic. It's like I'm not an LA comic. I started in San Diego. That's where I got funny. I just think of you as a joke guy. Yeah, you know? and, and I think and of so, Bird so, is like, like as like a top one of the best story guys in the game. I mean, like. I think of story comics. I think like Bert, Jim Jeffries. Jim Jeffries uh, is so fucking yeah, good. But you know, oh, he's he not, is. He is. I'm a huge. And he's fan. low key doesn't let you know he's a story guy, but he is a story guy. He told a joke. So last night, I, for uh, Tim and Whitney, who are, I'm gonna, are coming over soon, I said we should do duck foie gras. Oh my god, a goose foie gras, and Jim Jeffries he's duck or goose has goose. I think okay. goose is the best one. Okay, but Jim Jeffries has. Possibly, I would never write a, a joke about goose foie gras, and Jim Jeffries has a better joke about goose foie gras than I have anything in my new. Another hour. joke. It's it's a fucking amazing. Jim my, is my, my favorite comic. joke of his was when he when he when he was like um when he was like um fuck pandas because you you know what I'm talking about. He's like they're, 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 they're the, only, the only species that's, yeah. that's in danger because they won't fuck. Yeah. Because they, they try to make a mate. He was like, "You could put me in a cage with anything. <laughs> it's a great bit. anything for six months, and I'll fuck it." 
that's my favorite. Jim's like, a brilliant comic. I mean, yeah, I, brilliant I, think, comic. I think of his, I mean, the story about taking the friend with muscular dystrophy to a brothel is like. Yeah, he's the only good Australian comic. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. Shots fired. Leave that in. James Smith is great. I'm just kidding. Shout I'm out kidding. to James I'm kidding. Smith. I'm kidding. Leave it in, yeah. but James Smith is great. I love uh, you, James. Gentlemen. Uh, Sam, you have to catch a flight. I know. Yeah. I now wish I didn't fucking book this flight because we could have done this for another two hours. I yeah. could I could finish that bottle of bodega. We, we did. We did. Yeah. We finished a bottle on. of bodega. Cat. Hold on. We didn't actually finish it. Well, okay. Hold well, on. Well, let's, we got five minutes. We got five minutes. Yeah. Gentlemen, um, I've Love said this at the beginning, and I'll say this at the end. You are two of the best guys in the game. It is a privilege to be your friend. More importantly, but it's fun to do shit with you guys. You guys deliver all the time. I love you guys. I really do. Cheers. 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 Sam, congrats on the whiskey. Congrats on the special. Congrats Thank on the you, special. Yeah, Netflix, oh, yeah. same time tomorrow. Oh, Please plug watch the, it. Plug the pod. BS with Brian Simpson on all platforms. Yeah. Shout out to Austin. Netflix, same time tomorrow. And uh, we might be drunk with Mark Norman. You got to come on. I will do that. Yeah. We've had Bird on. That was an epic one. Oh. Three hours. One, I mean, maybe maybe our most epic episode was Bird. So, I mean, we've had amazing guests on there. You got you to be on. You guys just had Burr on? Burr was great. Yeah. Segura was great. Yeah. Uh, we just had Louis Black on, who was epic. No Told way. Told stories about fucking going to Epstein's home. Yeah, I'm Incredible. Known, I'm known in February. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so Come on. Yeah, I mean, set it up. Set it up. That absolutely. would be fucking great. And uh, yeah, no. We might be drunk. Games with names, all that shit. Awesome. Down. Cheers, Cheers gentlemen. Yeah. Something's Cheers. burning. Happy Go to birdieboyproductions.com to see the full extended episode. I love you guys. Boom. That was killer, right? That was a great episode, man. Something's burning. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.